And I like to read from Mark chapter 16, beginning with verse 1. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Simone, brought spices so they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb, and they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking back, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe. And they were alarmed. I'd be pretty alarmed, too. And they said to him, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen, and he's not here. See the place where they laid him, but go and tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you. I love the story of the resurrection because it is the most powerful event that's ever happened in history. There is nothing that can compare to the resurrection. What Jesus did on the cross was amazing. How he wiped away our sins. But what he did in the resurrection was to make sure that our freedom was secure. That we would live forever. His resurrection showed that he had conquered death. And so, therefore, we can conquer death. His resurrection showed that he had conquered sin. And so, therefore, guess what? We can conquer sin. I love this powerful story. I love what it does when we read it, when we reflect on it, when we worship about it. I love this story. But I love the subtle nuances of this story as well. Go and tell the disciples and Peter. If you know the story, you know that Jesus told Peter that he was going to deny him not once, not twice, but three times. Peter being bold and brass as he was, and I love Peter. I can identify with Peter. No, Jesus, that's just not going to go down that way. It's just not going to happen that way. But we know the story. Jesus told him it was going to happen, and indeed, it did happen. Peter denies Jesus. Now, all the disciples betrayed Jesus. They all ran away from him. On the night that he was betrayed, they all left him. They all deserted him in this time of need. But it was, for everyone to read, was Peter. Deny Jesus three times. So I love the power of the, the story of the resurrection and its subtleness because go tell the disciples and Peter. God made sure to send a message to an angel that Peter knows that, you know what, I am waiting for you. I want to see you. I expect to see you. Jesus is hung up on Peter's past. Jesus says, I expect you to come. I'm going to be there and I expect you to come to me because you know what? I love you. This is what this message is all about. That's why he said, go tell the disciples and Peter. Because I want Peter to know because I know how Peter feels right now. The despair that Peter must have felt. See, Peter did nothing half-heartedly. He was a passionate person. Everything Peter did, he did with passion. Everything thrown into it. When he made mistakes, he did it full. 
when he, when he served Jesus, he did it with all his heart. He didn't leave anything half-heartedly. And when he denied Jesus, yeah, he did it full-hearted denial. That's pretty powerful. That's pretty upsetting. That's pretty devastating to a human spirit. When you realize what you've done, when you have betrayed someone and you realize the pain, the anguish that you have inflicted on another person. I can imagine Peter feeling so hopeless. Because now his Messiah has been crucified, beaten, crucified, and now is dead. What is he doing to himself with this torment? Resurrection comes. And he sends a subtle message to an angel to the women that came to the tomb. And he says, you know, go tell the disciples that I'm alive again. I have risen. And tell Peter too. Tell Peter too because I want him to know something. And I'm not holding his past against him. I'm not holding his betrayal against him. I'm not holding that stuff against him. I want him to come see me. Because I know if he comes and sees me, he's going to find redemption. He's going to find restoration. He's going to find something that's going to reconnect him with my heart again. I love this story. I love the power of the majesty of it. Think about this. If you have bent your knee to Jesus Christ and accepted Him as your Messiah, you get to live forever. Death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory? It is over. It is finished. That word means it is perfected. No more needs to be done. It is perfected. It is finished. And so... Jesus is sending a message through an angel saying, you know, tell, tell Peter, it is okay, it's perfected. See, this is why I came to die for it. This is why I rose up for it. It's for you to come to me because I know you'll be restored in right relationship to me. So please, come and see me. Come and be with me. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Not just one time. I am the resurrection and the life. Forever He is. He is the resurrection and the life. And He says, right now, I want to resurrect this relationship that we once had. You denied me. Our relationship seemed torn and unrepairable in your eyesight. But in my eyesight, it is, it is redeemable. Come to me. Come to me. Go tell the disciples... And Peter too. The term rise up in the Greek. Jesus used this term in a lot of healing situations in the New Testament. He would tell people to rise up. And it means so much more than just get up on your feet. Or to just stand up. To rise up means to wake up in the Greek. It means to stir yourself up as if you were in a slumber, as if you were fast asleep. And what it also means, and this is most powerful, if you can remember this, to rise up means to become alive again. So when Jesus came to the crippled man that had been crippled all his life, 
And he said to him, rise up, take up your mat, and walk. He was saying, you know what? It is time to wake up. It is time to come alive again. Take up your mat and walk. That word walk means to deport yourself from and to follow someone as a companion. See, this was more than just a physical healing. Here, We're talking about something spiritual happening in this man's heart. He was given a direction to go. Not just get up and walk and be healed, but I've given you someone to follow now, and that someone is me. I love that beauty of that command to take up your mat and walk. Jesus was saying, you now have authority of something over something that held you down. Take up your mat and walk. You take it up. Don't let this thing have authority over you any longer. Don't make this thing feel like you're crippled. Take this thing and carry it with you. Now you have authority over it. Rise up. Wake up. Become alive again. This is the message of the resurrection. The power of resurrection is this, that we walk in newness of life, the Bible says. That word newness in the Greek means to be continuously alive. It's not just that we walk in newness of life, we're made new. It means that we're in a constant state of renewal. This is the power of the resurrection. This is what coming alive again means. This is what his... His death on the cross means and His resurrection meant for us. And so when that call went out, go tell the disciples and Peter also. I can actually put in there, go tell the disciples and tell Jay. Tell Jay. See, I identify with Peter because I know in my heart I have denied Christ a lot of times. I've denied His power in my life. There were times I didn't believe that He actually has forgiven me. There's times that I just denied the power of, of His promises and walked in something far less than what He had for me. So when I read this this morning and I said, wow, go tell the disciples and Peter that He's going before you to Galilee and there you will see Him. Jesus does not want to hide from us. He wants to reveal Himself to us through His Word to remind us that His resurrection power is meant to make us rise up and be alive again. This is the power of the resurrection for us personally. To be alive, not just for all eternity, because that is great news, man. That is awesome news, and I can't wait for that. But to be alive here and now. We can walk in power. We can walk as people who are the newness of life, who are constantly being in a state of renewal. Wow! Think about that for a moment. How powerful that is. How sweet that is for us as believers of Jesus Christ.